Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're talking about the kind of a person that God is looking for. Uh, to quote the word, uh, to this man will I look. Uh, and we're turning to the prophet Isaiah. And uh, we're beginning with chapter 1, verse 1. We're going to read uh, the first 20 verses. Uh, in Isaiah. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord hath spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. Why should ye be stricken any more? Ye will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds, and have and bruises, and putrefying sores, they have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. Your country is desolate, your cities are burned with fire, your land, strangers devour it in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. And the daughter of Zion, Zion is left as a cottage in a vineyard, as a lodge in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city. Okay, so this is kind of a pretty desolate picture here, but um, if you're a parent of a child or uh, that has gone a, in a bad direction, um, it it's a difficult thing. You've you've raised this child up. You've taught this child the right way to to be, and um, and yet they've chosen to go a different way. And and usually when they do that, they leave destruction all around them. And this is what happens with uh, the people of God. Is what happened to the people of Israel. Uh, and it's prophetic to the present times that people 
sometimes are raised the, the proper way and they they uh, get off and go on a tangent and and um, and they lose out everything uh, and uh, it's just a horrible thing um, they create a judgment against themselves is what happens you know Bible says whatsoever you sow that's what you're going to reap so they sow you sow to evil then that's what you're going to reap evil if you sow to righteousness then what that's what you're going to reap so uh, he, he's he's lamenting about his people is what he's doing here let's go ahead except the Lord of hosts had left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been as Sodom, and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. Okay, so a remnant is just a few people. So because of, because of just a few righteous people, uh, the community of Israel was saved. And, and this is, uh, happens in, in any community, or it can happen in a country that you can, if you have just a few righteous people that will, that are courageous and, and making right decisions, you can, uh, just a few people can preserve uh, a whole community. And this is what he's saying that there, uh, because he compared it to Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, when there, where there was no righteousness uh, to be found, there was a debate, uh, well, uh, Abraham uh, asked God, you know, if there be so many righteous and uh, would you destroy uh, the city, you know, and uh, back and forth. And uh, God said, you know, if he had, if, if I had 10 righteous in there, I wouldn't destroy it. Uh, but there, there wasn't 10 righteous. So Sodom and Gomorrah got destroyed. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead further. Hear the word of the Lord, ye rulers of Sodom. Give ear unto the law of our God, ye people of Gomorrah. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he-goats, when ye come to appear before me, who hath required this at your hand to tread my courts, bring no more vain oblivions, incense is an abomination unto me, the new moons and Sabbaths and the calling of assemblies I cannot away with. It is inquiry, even the solemn meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hateth. They are a trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. Okay. Now, uh, all of these things God established as holy, holy appointed times. Uh, and, uh, and so he's saying here, he... he it, he's disgusted with them, not because of the times themselves, not because of the sacrifices, but it's because of their vain, their vanity, the vain oblations. The vanity means pride. They were prideful, 
and and they were not really respectful. They didn't have the fear of God. Uh, they weren't repentant in any way, and uh, so it it caused consternation uh, with God, and and uh, he, he just didn't want to hear any have anything to do. He gave no honor to their sacrifices. You know, they were diligent about their sacrifices, and, and but yet uh, they they didn't have humility. They were they were vain uh, people, proud people, and uh, and so you cannot mix. Uh, if you're a pride person, um, you're not going to be able to please God. The Bible says, pride cometh before the fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. But uh, he says, a humble and a contrite heart I will not turn away. So let's continue on. And when ye spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when ye make merry uh, many prayers, I will not hear your okay. He's talking about when you... When you open your hands up and you and you praise God and uh, uh, and and worship God, He's not going to hear it because it's not coming from a pure heart. Go ahead. I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Okay. All right, here he's laying down some things here. He says, uh, you're going to have to clean up your act before you we, you make any progress with me. Um, and uh, you have to learn to do well. I, he says, first, seek judgment. And that is the judgment uh, of God, which is a judgment that seeks to, to heal, to bring healing to people. God is judging us in a way. He doesn't, it isn't a punitive judgment. He's seeking to uh, bring us uh, ways. How am I going to get that child to turn themselves around? What, what will I have to do? To And he, he's seeking... Uh, to help you, you that are listening, God is trying to come up with a plan to get you to turn around and do repentance and follow him and develop a closer relationship with him. He's, he's strategizing. What do, I have, what do I have to do? If we have a child that's turned the wrong way, um, we, we try to come up with a strategy to, can I get them to a counselor? Can I? Uh, what, what can I do? And this is the judgment that God wants from us. Uh, he says, relieve the oppressed. Okay. Uh, and then he says, um, uh, judge the fatherless, plead for the widows. So the, the apostle James said, Pure religion and undefiled is visiting the widows and the fatherless and their affliction. Now, my wife and I have spent a lot of time ministering in the inner city, and most of it was with 
uh, single moms, that's, that's the widows of today, as the single moms. And the fatherless are the children that don't have a father in the house. And so they are needy both uh, from a financial standpoint and from a spiritual and social standpoint. They need that man. They need um, that protective cover of a man. And so he says, uh, you can do some of these good works. These are the works of repentance. It's like um, uh, John the Baptist, when he was baptizing and the Pharisees came up, he said, hey, show me some works. Show me the works of, of uh, Teshuva, and then I'll baptize you, a Teshuva. Uh, so these are the, these are the works we, we can give to uh, agencies that feed the poor, and we can give to agencies, we can support agencies that help uh, these widows. And really, that's the work of the church um, uh, to, to do that. Um, and so uh, this is part of, 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 of getting things right with God. Go ahead. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Okay. So the Hebrew word for reason, come let us reason. Uh, we think, what, is, what does God mean here? What, uh, reason. Uh, uh, he, he wants to have a heart-to-heart -heart talk with you. He wants to talk about your lifestyle. He wants to talk about your attitude. He wants to talk about... Um, your your uh, your love and respect for him. Um, in 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 the the Hebrew word dibra, which which is one of the words for reason, uh, it has three elements. One is cause, another is reason, and the third one is manner. Um, we know a famous portion of scripture where David. Uh, took the uh, uh, charge or the responsibility to fight uh, the giant um, Goliath when none of the other warriors in Israel would fight him. They were all scared to death of him. And David said, is there not a cause? And that cause was giving glory to God. And God wants to know why we haven't given glory to him after he's blessed us with life. He's blessed us with uh, uh, provision. He's blessed us with a lot of things, and we don't pay any attention to him. He's calling us. He's saying, uh, come on now, let's reason together. Let's talk about this. And, um, and they, the ultimate thing of a manner of life is the way we, we lead life and the, the things that we're doing. Uh, he wants what is called a paradigm shift. He wants us to shift from selfishness to godliness, from selfishness to helping others. And uh, so let's conclude this. Uh, 
he he wants he he's going to give us some options here uh, in a closing statement here. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Okay. If we're willing to sit down with God and and have a conversation, and and consider changing our life and and doing the right thing for God, then there's blessings there for us. But if he refuse and rebel. But, but if the big the biggest word in the Bible is if, if but if okay. You shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. God is always uh, the God of the blessing first, and then comes the curse, only by default, not because God wants the curse to fall upon us. Um, there's there was an old sermon by a preacher by the name of Jonathan Edwards. It's called sinners in the hand of an angry God. Well, I'm, I'm talking to you about being sinners in the hands of a loving God, uh, a caring God, a God. Uh, his, he's, his anger is only applied when we ignore uh, him our entire life and judgment comes upon us in the end. But uh, it's never too late. If, you, if you're alive, you can hear this. Uh, let's turn, we're going to turn and listen to uh, the title of this message, uh, to the kind of a man and woman that God is looking for. This is Isaiah chapter 66. This is, this is his last chapter in the Bible. We're going to read uh, the first two verses and we're going to see what God is seeking for. Thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? Okay. The house, where is the house that you build unto me? Our body, our soul, this is the house that, that we build unto God. This is the tabernacle. Um, uh, Peter calls it our earthly tabernacle. And in the, uh, in the beginning, God said he wanted to tabernacle with his people, and that was within the tent. Um, uh, each of the tribes of Israel had a, uh, uh, the people had tents that they lived in, and God tabernacled with them in their tent. But the tabernacle that he's talking about here, the, the, uh, the, th the place where he, he, the house that he wants to build, that's our house. That's where we live. That, we are the tabernacle, and he wants our house built unto a tabernacle of praise and worship for him. Okay, continue. For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a con contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. Okay. So he's saying that he created all these things. He created us. We were created out of the dust of the earth. It's a miracle that we have life. 
We see a baby born, we know that's a miracle. The doctors say this is a miracle. Um, and um, so he created us for a purpose. And that is a purpose is ultimately to serve him and to give glory to him. And he wants to share with us all of the joy and the blessings that he has to pour out on us. But these are, these are the three things that he wants from us. He says, I'm looking for one that is poor. That means we are needy. We know that we need him. Uh, Jesus in his Beatitudes said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Because when we know that we need him, that's what he loves to hear. He loves to come and to dwell with us. He says, I will dwell with you and I will dwell in you. So there, there has to be a recognition that we are poor spiritually without him. We can't make it without him, folks. Uh, second thing is a contrite spirit. That means a spirit that understands that we're broken. We're, we're broken people, and we make mistakes. But when we make the mistake, we say, God, I'm sorry I made that. You know? <laughs> that was a stupid thing for me to say. That was hurtful for me to do that. And, and that spirit endears us to God. God says, yeah, I know. I'll help you through that. Next time you get into that situation, you just pray for me, for my spirit to dwell in you and help you, and I'll help you get through that. And then the third thing he wants is someone that, that trembles at his word. We look at the word of God, and it is so phenomenal. Uh, it's beyond uh, what we can think or dream for. It's just awesome. From, from the beginning of the book to the end of the book, it's about a love that God has for his people, for you and me. And he's calling you today. Thank you. God bless you. If my people which are called by my Pray.